You're listening to the podcast series brought to you by the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program at the University of Florida. Founded in 1967, the program has developed into one of the largest oral history archives in the nation with more than 6,000 interviews. We are dedicated to gathering, preserving, and promoting histories of individuals from all walks of life. One community, many voices. Protests from Ferguson, Missouri to New York City over police brutality have made national headlines. Protesters march for improved relations between police and the community. At some marches, such as one in Gainesville, Florida, the police were quietly standing by as the Dream Defenders shut down the busy intersection across from the University of Florida campus. At other protests, like Ferguson, police resembled the military more than law enforcement. Police stacked in vests, helmets, holding rifles, used tear gas to quiet protesters. Activist and founder of the grassroots organization Code Pink, Medea Benjamin, says one of the biggest obstacles to organizing is militarization of police. I have had um, many problems both at home and overseas in terms of uh, police brutality against peaceful protesters or uh, military who are uh, just killing people, pro peaceful protesters in some of the countries that I visited. Uh, and uh, it's something that scares away a lot of young people. Uh, I think it's important that we uh, force our police to see us as the community that they're there to preserve and protect and not as the enemy. She explains that change is possible if citizens become involved in the review of police practices. Change is also possible if citizens and police officers build meaningful relationships. In Washington, D.C., since I have been there, uh, I have uh, actually um, formed good relationships with the police, and that has helped a lot in trying to uh, stop them from arresting us in brutal ways, uh, in treating us uh, fairly. Uh, many of the police are my friends. Fostering relationships and humanizing the victims of police brutality is integral for improved police relations. Benjamin describes how a protest in Ferguson, Missouri focused on changing perspectives. What they decided to do was to go up uh, and form a line in front of the police at the police station and they would uh, talk individually to each police person and tell them stories. And it was one of the most amazing protests I've seen because they would tell them stories of what was happening in the community. and. Uh, the police were there sort of, you know, like stoic, like you're not going to break me. And um, the way these uh, reverends and rabbis and imams um, were talking to the police, uh, telling them, I heard this story about a young family where the young man just went out to get uh, some milk and bring it back home. And uh, he was stopped by the police. And they go through the story of what happened. and that that young man is now in prison. That young man was the one who actually was paying for his grandmother's apartment. She can no longer afford to live there. And, you know, really personalizing this. And I saw police start crying. I saw police break down. I saw their jaws quivering while they were hearing these stories and the tears rolling down their eyes. And I thought, you know, that is power. You know, that is powerful. So storytelling, as you know, is very powerful. Humanizing things is very powerful. And treating each other as humans is really powerful. 
One week, organizers were blocking the entrance to the Federal Energy Commission in Washington, D.C. Benjamin stopped by their protest. The head of chief of police was there and he said, Mindy, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I saw that you're a grandmother now. Congratulations. Would you like to see the pictures of my grandchildren? And he takes out his phone and he shows me the pictures of his grandchildren. And this is like five minutes before he's going to order the arrest of these young people who are blocking the, uh, the entrance. And we had a good laugh and we hugged each other. And I said, you know, this is the way it should be. The police should be people who are... Um, uh, members of our community who uh, protect us when we need protection, who, yes, remove us when we are sitting there doing civil disobedience and we know we're going to get arrested, um, but they really should be our friends. Benjamin understands how protesters may become discouraged by current relations. She protested the Vietnam War. She founded Code Pink to protest the invasion of Iraq. She has gotten angry over a lack of change and over police brutality. I get absolutely disgusted when I see these um, tanks, these MRAPs in our communities. Uh, I mean, I get livid, like I want to jump off my bicycle or out of my car and run over there and stand there and, you know, stop, get out of here. Um, we should not accept the militarization of our police forces. Instead of accepting current policing practices, Benjamin emphasizes how citizens must become involved and build relationships with law enforcement. Despite these obstacles, Benjamin is confident change is possible. Benjamin argues that history is made by citizens' movements. Whether you look at how did slavery end, how did women get the right to vote, uh, how have gays and lesbians gained rights to something that was unthinkable a couple of years ago, which is the right to marriage. Um, they're, they're, it's because of citizen movements. Uh, how did we get an eight-hour day in this country? How did we get vacation time? How did we get uh, you know, these gains uh, that uh, workers have today? It's through grassroots movements. Um, so uh, there uh, is only really one answer, and that is organizing. For more information about this segment and our collections, please visit our website, oral.history.ufl.edu.